my name is Hannah Kay. My name's Emerson. And welcome to Husker Hustle, where we uncover entrepreneurial stories in Nebraska. Today we welcome Haley Demers, founder of Heartland Sounds, a music company bringing together rural community artists to perform for weddings, concerts, and special events, all of which she started as a collegiate within the Angler program. Demers is now the chief creative officer of the Angler Agribusiness Entrepreneurship Program and a singer on the side. Welcome, Haley. Yeah, I'll back up a little bit. I grew up in Howells, Nebraska, um, about 600 people, and I love my small community. Um, always kind of knew I wanted to go back. Wasn't for sure when it was going to happen. Happened a lot sooner than I thought, but uh, graduated from Howells Dodge Consolidated, came to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, served as a state officer my freshman year for the Nebraska FFA Pro or Nebraska FFA um, Association. And uh, then after that, um, dove into college and in, immersed myself into the Angler Entrepreneurship Program. Had a lot of other experiences within that. Um, I graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, got married, um, worked full-time for Frontier Cooperative. After that, my husband and I moved back to Howells, Nebraska um, on a whim. It was midst, amidst the COVID and all the things. So um, dealing with new challenges right after college and new job and new house and a lot of changes happened really fast. But uh, yeah, ended up back in Howells, Nebraska. And then um, was my husband approached me about a job opportunity at UNL and of course, Angler, where I was involved in previously and said, this would be perfect for you. Um, the role was called chief storyteller at the time. And I really was going to handle all of the communications, all of the marketing, um, possibly teach classes if that's what I was interested in, mentor students. And I really had reins on what I wanted that job to look like. And I talked to the director, Tom Field. And if you've ever met Tom Field, I mean, he will forever be one of the people that I'm most grateful for in my entire life. Uh, he is just um, so inspiring, captivating, uh, incredible person. So um, talk to him, of course. Uh, then I came back to university as a full-time staff person at the Angler Entrepreneurship Program. And now my title is actually Chief Creative Officer. So still running all of the marketing communications. I have an awesome team of students that help me run that. And actually one of them is here in the College of Journalism as well. Two of them, I think. And um, I get to also run the podcast at the program. I get to teach classes. I just got done with my first module this last semester. So I got to develop all my curriculum for that. And that was amazing. Um, and now I am preparing for a baby mm -hmm. and preparing my team for uh, me to go on maternity leave. So that's a little long, short, brief update about um, <laughs> kind of where I'm from and where I've been. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Heartland Sounds? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know about Heartland Sounds. Okay. Yeah. So while I was, um, or actually, let me even back up further. So when I was younger, 
I always had a natch for singing. I don't know where it came from because my parents don't have a musical bone in their body. But um, I started singing for weddings and events when I was just a seventh grader. And it really grew from there. And I started my own business in high school. So um, since then, I came to college. I got involved at the university or an angler. And I started to grow my business. And I realized while being a young adult that I was saying no a lot more than I was saying yes to people. And that really was a gut puncher because I loved what I do. I love making people smile and those memories and music can just change someone's life. So um, I realized there was a problem with the business that I had originally started and I wanted to change that. So what I did was I gathered a database of singers that I knew were capable of doing exactly what I was doing, but didn't have the connections to do so. So I um, would reach out to them and I would just, hey, I have this gig. Are you interested? I'll connect them. And I formed a little business out of it, (laughs) a business out of a business. And um, since I uh, started so I started connecting singers to, to, to local gigs, to community celebrations, to weddings, funerals, all the things. And um, I just pitched a business at UNL. And my senior year, I did a couple pitch competitions and raised a little bit of money. Um, COVID hit and really just put a damper in all of it because... Um, not a lot of events were happening at the time. So we did, I did what I could, but in reality, there wasn't a ton of events happening or uh, the weddings were delayed. Uh, not as many people getting in, in person. So I uh, still continue that today. It is not where I would like it to be because in reality, I'd love it to be this full-blown website where all of my singers can go and they have their their profiles and people can book them and it'd just be a lot more automated and easier. But I still run off of spreadsheets today. Um, still still prototyping and seeing if if that's the route I would like to take in the future. But that's kind of like a side gig. But I also started um, a band while I was in college. And so that takes up a lot of my time as well. So I do a lot of booking for us as well on that end. When... You hear things like the brain drain out of Nebraska. People are leaving Nebraska. What are your two cents on, you know, watching, you know, kind of from the beginning, a lot of these ideas from promising young entrepreneurs? um, What are your two cents on hearing sentiments like that? Mm -hmm. I think, yes, communities are getting smaller in Nebraska, and it's not angler's mission or my mission to to change that. Um, but I just want to see people build something that's purposeful and that they're going to love and cherish and take back and impact other people's lives. Um, so the question just being like, how, like, what's my opinion on um, why they're going or... or Maybe, Maybe why not Nebraska's why they're going, but um, 
witnessing firsthand that there's so many ideas happening here on our campuses mm-hmm. and in our communities and what we can do to celebrate that or maybe mm-hmm. what the Angler program does to keep it here in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. That's so important. Oh, my goodness. Especially in my job as, you know, that's that's everything. If you can tell your story and tell it well and um, and bring that to others, that's that go that <laughs> that's so important. I mean, look at like just social media and just if you're telling your story well, people are gonna follow, and that's that's kind of how it works. But um, I don't know. I think Nebraska does a really good job of just the university and um, telling student stories is so important, but Angler, especially we tell the business story and we, it's important to highlight the start of that story. And some people don't have their business idea, but that's a huge part of the story because by the time they're seniors and they leave us and they take their business or their enterprise, wherever, like that start was so important and highlighting it before it was even a business, how they, who they were and, um, what classes they were taking maybe, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just telling the story really matters, I think. And once they leave the university, they have this platform. I don't want to say it's a platform, but they do like we gave them something to build off of and now they can take that into their community and their business and keep telling those stories and keep doing those things. So I don't know if that really answers your question. But. Yes, and extreme access, the program gives extreme mm-hmm. access to so many knowledgeable humans mm-hmm. who are there to be their mentors. Um, what There's not a better place probably to learn, to fail, mm-hmm. to grow. And then once you leave campus, it's like, oh, you don't, not that those people don't still exist, but it's not in the same spec sense or space as it was before right at your fingertips yeah yeah I think that's something that we're really really working hard on this year is now we just hit 10 years at our program and we have all of these alumni out there doing incredible things who want to stay connected to the program we just formed our first um, alumni nonprofit. So um, they're going to start getting funds and things like that from, I don't know how exactly they're going to do it and run it because it's still brand new and they're prototyping, but um, how we can serve our alumni better because now that it's 10 years, it's like, hey, they're out there and they're in these communities where they might only have, I don't know, 100 people in their town, like they're lonely And when you leave the university, um, that's the hardest part is, I I mean, I faced it. Like I moved back to my community and it's like, hey, who's my people now? Where's my community at? You have your community, but you don't have those best friends that you had while you were in college. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, how can we serve our alumni who are out there in the state um, working on their business because community is so important and having access to coaching is um, not at the fingertips anymore. So we're trying to serve our alumni better right now is I think 
kind of the problem that we're facing because um, they have their business, but they don't have coaching at their fingertips or resources at their fingertips like they did. Mm -hmm. Because let's be real, I just talked about it before. Put the phone down because face-to-face means everything. And they don't have that quite as much anymore. So, um, yeah, we're trying to figure out how to serve our alumni better. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Haley, one last final question for you. You gave um, advice you'd give to yourself. What advice do you have for students Mm -hmm. listening today who maybe haven't taken the 101 Angler program class Mm -hmm. but are sitting on an idea or trying to find what their purpose is? Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for those students? Figure out and have a definition for your individual purpose, mission, vision, and what your values are and lean on those hard. If that's your family, if that's faith, community, grit, whatever those values are, lean on those hard and don't stray away from those. I think sometimes people get, like I said, caught up in what others are doing, what others are thinking, and it's be authentically who you are, have your purpose, have your mission and what you're working towards in a some sort of a vision um, and those values and don't don't stray away from that. But be okay with it because there's seasons of life that you're going to change a little bit. I'm going through one right now where <laughs> I, I, we could have this baby at any point. But um, I'm sure my, va- like not my values, but um, my perspective is going to change a little bit because that's the season of life that I'm in. And when I have a baby and I have something else that I'm caring about, my season of life is in my perspective is going to change just a hair. So maybe just a little, just a little, <laughs> just a little, just a whole human difference just for the next 18 years, yes. you know, before they go off to college and yeah, all the things and grow their own business <laughs> and grow their own business. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, just be authentically who you are, have your, have your set in stone values, but also be okay with, you know, that failure and that season of life that you're in because it's going to be hard. There's going to be more challenging ones. There's going to be easier ones. Mm-hmm. And you just have to stick to those values and who you are um, and who you're made to be. As always, this has been Husker Hustle. Husker Hustle.